Welcome to episode six of the Bossy Bitch podcast. I'm going to cut to the chase. It turns out that I have been boring my father with these podcasts. He listened to the first two episodes. Uh, The first one went for 13 minutes and the second one went for 27 minutes. And he said, oh, you know what? They're just way too long. You really need to make them much shorter. So I'm sorry, Dad, that I've been boring you with my ridiculously long podcast episodes. I was aiming for an average of 30 minutes, pretty standard in podcast land, but um, if that amount of time is grinding on you, I thought I'd throw you a bone and give you a quick snappy episode today. So guys, for my dad, I'm going to keep it brief. Now, before I launch into this episode, I just have to say that something that's very important to me is customer service. I think it is like all the social media, all the SEO, the best website in the world, none of that shit can help you if you don't have the best freaking customer service there is. And I always say good customer service is not good enough. It has to be freaking amazing, like exceptional customer service because you can do a good job with your client and they can be happy and they might leave and they might tell one person about your business. Or you can do an absolutely bloody amazing uh, job with your client and you can absolutely blow them away with your customer service and they're going to go away and they're going to tell 10 of their friends about you. It's competitive. It is in fashion to own a business. So you can't settle for average. Now, having worked myself, I have worked in the hair and beauty industry for 20 years. I own a hair salon and have done for a long time. So I think when you work in that space, as long as I have, you become the freaking queen of customer service. Because let me tell you, people tell you some fucked up shit. And I have heard the strangest things come out of people's mouth. And you have to remain stone face, like smiley face, like, oh my God, that is amazing. Let me give you an example. Um, I have had people come in and drop their pants and say, check out my liposuction scars. I've had people come in and show me their fresh new boobs. I had a client once say to me, she started weeping halfway through her appointment and I was like, oh, what is going on? Are you okay? And she said, oh, the most beautiful thing happened to my friend the other day. Um, She was in the supermarket and she was in the line waiting to pay for her groceries and there was a baby in the trolley in front of her and the baby looked at my friend and she telepathically told her, you're one of the chosen ones, aren't you? And I just had to sit there and smile and put my hand on my client's shoulder and just say, wow, that is amazing. What an incredible moment for your friend. It was tough, but I got through it. So all jokes aside, customer service is everything to me. But every now and then (laughs) you get a client that isn't happy and you're not a pizza. You can't please everybody. So this is going to happen. And it happened to me recently. So I wanted to talk about how to handle bad reviews because no matter how good you are, one day we're all going to get one. So in this short and sweet episode for you, dad, um, I'm just going to give you my tips on how I got, uh, how I've handled my bad review that I received recently. I know, shocker. So I hope you find my tips useful. Enjoy. 
you're listening to the Bossy Bitch Podcast with Elsa Mitchell. Come along with me as I explore all the remote corners of Australia, uncovering success stories from women killing it in business. I'll inspire you, teach you, and best of all, make you laugh by sharing their journey and mine so that we can grow together in life and in business. Mom, have you seen my pants? Mate, get out of here with the podcast. Hello, everybody. Uh, Today, I wanted to chat to you guys about how to handle bad reviews. Now, if you own a business, you know that sinking feeling when you open up your email and it's like, oh, you've got one new Google review and you think, oh my God, please let it be good. And as some of you know, I own a hair salon and I am pleased to say that up until yesterday, We had all five-star reviews on Google and I've been very proud of that and I work really hard for that and, you know, making sure our customers have a great experience has always been my number one priority. But yesterday I opened up my email and I clicked on the review and I had a bad review, two stars. So sad. So after I finished crying in the corner and sucking my thumb, for a little while, I set about sorting it out. So I instantly phoned the client as luckily I could tell who it was. I rang her immediately and she didn't answer and I left a message and I spoke to her today. She called me back and I legitimately, I don't, I don't, you know, sometimes you get people that are just assholes <laughs> and you might think that review is not fair, but regardless I just think it's important that whether you're right or wrong, your clients have a good experience with you and your business. And I know that has taken me a long time to come to that realization. When I was younger and I first started my business, I I didn't have that approach. If someone was wrong or not fair, I would fight them to the death (laughs) Um, because I'd be like, but that's not fair and that's not right and, you know, and I guess maybe that's the Libra in me, things need to be fair, but that I've changed a lot over the years and now I just think it is worth keeping the client happy even if they're wrong. <laughs> so anyway, I rang the client today and I legitimately was a, was really upset and I shared that with her. I said, I'm devastated that this was your experience with my business. I would love the opportunity to rectify it. And the problem was the client had actually emailed me and I hadn't gotten the email. My I've just done a website migration and obviously there was a glitch or a technical issue and that email did not come through to me. So she was upset because she hadn't been heard or acknowledged. It actually wasn't the fact that she said, you know, I get that mistakes are made and a mistake was made when she visited my business and she said, I can understand that, but her, her issue was that she hadn't been heard. And she said, I feel really bad about the review, but I, I guess I wanted to get your attention in some way. And I, I was so apologetic and I offered her a full refund. And yeah, I just explained that I hadn't received her email and I was really, really sad. And I did, our core value for my business is that we care about our customers because your customers are everything, especially loyal customers like this one had been for a few years. They are worth gold and you need to look after your loyal customers and you need to care about them. So I thanked her for the feedback and for letting me know and I offered her a full refund, which she actually didn't want. 
Um, she said she would like to keep coming to my business um, and would have been just happy with a discount at her next appointment. Um, so I, I've said to her her next appointment will be completely complimentary and she has offered to take down the review. So I think because I genuinely gave a shit, it it translated with that client and she felt heard and she felt satisfied and you know, what a great outcome. She's going to take down the review. I didn't ask her to, but she is going to take down the review and she is going to come back and continue to be a loyal customer. So I feel really great that that situation panned out that way. And I thanked her for allowing me the opportunity to rectify the problem. And she's happy. I'm happy. Everybody's happy. I know that isn't always the way. I know that there are a lot of people out there that are just absolute dicks and leave bad reviews for no reason um, or there's a different agenda. And you can respond to those reviews, especially on Google and on Facebook, you can respond. And I, she did say to me, oh, you know, up until now, I would have left you a five-star review. And I said, well, it is disappointing that you didn't. And it's a shame that it takes something bad to happen for people to leave a review, which is unfortunately just the way people seem to work. They can be happy as a pig in shit for years on end and, you know, think you're a five-star business, but they don't leave you a five-star review until they have a shit experience and then they jump on and leave you a two-star review. That sucks. It sucks. But it is what it is and you can respond. And I did respond on her review straight away. I was like, I am legitimately devastated that this has been your experience. I have called you. And so I did have the peace of mind that all of the other reviews, and I do have quite a few on there, are five-star and they're glowing reviews. So, you know, a potential client that's coming and looking at your business, they're going to see those good reviews and they're going to know, okay, well, obviously something went a bit off here and I can see the owner's response and she has handled it. I think I handled it really well. So that speaks volumes as well. So uh, I would have, if the reviews stayed up there, I would have gone on a massive campaign over the next few weeks to try and build up our reviews, asking our clients, if you're happy, can you please leave us a review on Google to try and flush it out a little bit. But it literally is like a knife in your heart when that happens. And I know that reviews are something businesses struggle with. Big, bigger businesses have software and huge programs running to monitor their reviews. And that makes it a little bit harder. Um, but I do think you do need to approach it with a really authentic, genuine and Person, like personal approach so those clients feel legitimately cared for and heard. So, yeah, I just wanted to share everybody that, ex- that experience that I had and it had a really positive outcome. So I'm a little bit high-fiving myself like, well done, you nailed it, handled it super well. Um, <laughs> and if anyone else is struggling with shit reviews that are um, a problem, hopefully that helps you. Uh, get a little bit of clarity on how to handle the situation once you've stopped crying in the corner like I did. All right, that's it. See you later, guys. Thank you for listening to the Bossy Bitch Podcast. I am Elsa Mitchell and you can find me at elsamitchell.com.au or if you'd like to meet my friends, please head on over to Facebook and I invite you to join our free group, Bossy Bitch. Bossy Bitch.